Good evening, Mitch. Everything good with you? It is. When are we going to go back to doing this in person? Uh, well, you know what? We're actually uh, winter. <laughs> winter. Some of the new studio we're, we're legal. Yeah. We're legal to do it. But yes. since we last had you in the actual studio, uh, we they're reconstructing the studios and building all new ones. And so they've moved us downstairs to the floor below, the and basically we're working out of the linen closet. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. So you might find it a little cramped. I mean, the fact that you would know what Kenny had had for lunch when you were sitting at your microphone <laughs> probably it. isn't the That's kind of it. thing you're thinking about. But we'll First have new studios when you come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in the winter. We'll, inv we'll invite you when the <laughs> studios are, are, are there and we can stop breathing on one another. Mm -hmm. The good news is apparently none of us have COVID because <laughs> we would all have given it to one another. So we're all clean and vaccinated. Let me ask you about that to start. Uh, how are we doing on our vaccination efforts in Detroit and what, what are we rolling out to try to make a dent? The last I looked, it was about 38% or something had had yeah, uh, yeah. either fully or one vaccinated. What, what's our status and what, yeah, what are our we're, 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 You know, you're right. We're under 40%. Uh, it's not moving. Uh, the only people coming in are people who had uh, a relative, a friend or a loved one who convinced them to do it. But uh, you look at what this Delta variant is, and uh, it may be October or November in Michigan. It's starting to go in Florida, Missouri, and Southern California. But uh, there's going to be a pandemic among the unvaccinated this fall, uh, and probably it'll take that before some folks finally get vaccinated. How frustrating is this for you as a leader where you, I imagine, feel we are doing everything we can, we are making things available, we are, you know, some of the early issues uh, facing people, especially in, in low-income low situations, you know, on awareness, uh, lack of access to internet, lack of access to transportation, didn't know that it was going to be in the neighborhood. A lot of that stuff has been as addressed as, as you can without actually physically walking to everybody's door and doing it. And yet the response, as you say, stays flat. As a leader, is, is that frustrating for you? Well, we have been going to people's doors, the homebounds. We've actually been going into the houses. Uh, but, you know, every place I go in this city, somebody comes up and hugs me and says, thank you for the vaccine. The people uh, who wanted the vaccine got it in Detroit quicker and more easily than any place else. And I think they deeply uh, appreciate it. And there are others who are uh, paying attention to what I think is is absolute nonsense. Uh, and and the consequence in the fall is going to be. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to be bad, but, uh, you know, I feel like I've done everything I can do. It, the vaccine is available to you today on a walk-in basis. We've educated people uh, and, and we'll continue to educate them. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure what else uh, we can do as a government except uh, make it available, let you know what the facts are. Yeah, I wonder if you just reach a point where you say, well, okay, th this, is, this is the extent that the government can do. Have it ready and available when you make up your mind. But short of that, we can't make up your mind for you. No, I mean, we're not going to mandate it. I'm not going to mandate it for city employees. Uh, and it's going to be hard uh, to watch. But, you know, we, we lost a couple hundred people uh, in April and May that are residents of this city. Every one of them was unvaccinated. And uh, family members attended a funeral for somebody. Uh, including a couple people I know well who, who died 
after not getting uh, vaccinated. And we're gonna we're gonna see a lot more of it this fall. Uh, but there there is a limit to what government can do. Are our also, elderly, are our elderly at least in Detroit, have they got, have most of them gotten the shot? I know it's thirty yeah, percent, but I, the, the core group right. that we're looking at. We have really high vaccination rate uh, among the elderly, and of course that's what caused uh, our, uh, our our rate of hospitalizations to drop uh, so much. But you, you know, I'm watching closely what's happening uh, with this Delta variant, and a lot of 20s and 30-somethings uh, in hospitals, and the long-term consequences for breathing and lungs. People I I know who are marathoners who now have a hard time making it a mile six months after uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, the long-term implications of this uh, are are significant, but uh, that has not been enough to persuade uh, a number of folks. Yeah, it's it's uh, we're in a very, very interesting time here. And uh, yeah, I, I do think there's a point that where you can have done everything you can. But as you said, in uh, come October, whatever cold weather, it starts spreading more. Just as you, as you have sort of had a you know, sort of, okay, this is the line and this is what we can do here. Have you equally said that we are not shutting down Detroit again? You know, this is not, uh, if people are unvaccinated, that's kind of a risk that they're taking and choosing to take. You're not going to force them, but we're not going to also force businesses to close down and, and force uh, unreasonable uh, uh, restrictions on on businesses and other entities in the city so that the economy of the city and the livelihood of the of the people who have chosen to get vaccinated is adversely affected? So ultimately it's the governor's decision, but I have expressed my opinion to a very strongly Mitch in what you just said, that there's a point at which we can't shut down uh, businesses. I don't think it's right uh, to put people out of work to close businesses uh, because of individual choices. And so uh, I don't think we should shut down again. Uh, I, I think the reality is we're going to live with this. I think you're going to see the vaccination rate pick up a lot in uh, in November and December when the hospital starts to fill up again. I hope I'm wrong about that, but I'm, I'm looking at the trend of what's happening in Arkansas and Louisiana and Florida right now, and it's exactly the same cycle we saw last year. The southern states, the virus spiked in the summertime when they were inside breathing the indoor area, and then when it got to be November and December, uh, it they dropped in the south and spiked in the the north and the, the midwest, uh, where we go inside in the in the wintertime. I, the path by now is pretty obvious. Apparently, we just all have to just move outside permanently, <laughs> and then uh, right. we won't have to deal with this at all. Just going to set up camp outside the Fisher Building year round, <laughs> and that'll work. We're talking to Mayor Duggan on uh, Digging with Duggan, our monthly visit with the mayor. Eight seven seven forty four Mitch, our phone numbers and. You can uh, make any any topic that you want, and we will take a break, and we'll come back with the mayor and get to your phone calls. I also want to ask you about the uh, Detroit Center for Innovation, uh, or what some people colloquially refer to as the Wayne County Jail Project, and what's going to happen with that. And uh, the uh, interesting news about $150 million or so in, in uh, businesses' uh, tax credits uh, that are going to affordable housing projects that should be coming to Detroit and make things a lot better. All that with Mayor Duggan. So let's go to the phone lines at 877-44-MITCH, 877-44-MITCH. Always a toll-free call. Dolores, you're on the Mitch Album program. Go ahead. Okay. Good evening, Mitch, and good evening, Mayor. Um, 
I want to say about the COVID that I think that all of us should do all we can to keep the um, virus from spreading. I don't think we can blame anyone. It's like blaming the victims, this virus. I don't know where it's come from. Um, it continues to change. And so I just think that we have to continuously do all that we can. If you can take the vaccine, good. It's just a, uh, another protection. But we really don't know what's going on. We don't know that much about the vaccine. So I just think we all should do as much as we can to keep it from spreading. Well, what is that actually? The thing I want to mention to the mayor is um, I just came down 96 Drive and there's so much litter. So I'm just wondering what can be done about the litter in Detroit. And I'll just hang up and listen to your um, response. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, litter is, uh, has been an issue for a while. And, and a lot of times it's not just the wrappers uh, out the window. It's uh, uh, the tarps not tied down uh, on the hauling trucks. And it's something we're looking to step up the enforcement on. Is, there, is that really a controllable thing for a city? I mean, isn't some of that on the citizens? You know, you go down to North Carolina, and uh, you just don't see litter on the side of the road. And uh, uh, up in Michigan, it's, uh, it's a different story, and I'm not sure what, what all goes into that. Mm. Why'd you pick North Carolina? <laughs> like, it's a place I, I've been to where oh, okay. it, is, it is noticeable how beautiful Wow, uh, it is driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other states yeah. too. Eight seven seven forty four Mitch Ken. Hi, you're on the Mitch Album program with Mayor Duggan. Eight seven seven forty four Mitch. Our phone number is a toll free call. Go ahead, Ken. Hi, hi, Mr. Mayor. Um, I'd like to find out where you guys are at with the pension deficit and what you are doing to lower the pension deficit, and then also with respect to Wayne State University not paying taxes. Um, if the city's looking at anything to make that land so it's not tax-exempt anymore. Uh, well, I, public land, the city of Detroit doesn't pay taxes. Uh, Wayne State doesn't pay taxes. University of Michigan doesn't pay taxes. Churches don't pay taxes. Uh, that's that's the state law, not just here, but almost everywhere. So we don't have any uh, discussion about that. Uh, and... Uh, uh, as far as the deficit, we're, I mean, the retiree um, pension uh, fund, uh, we had uh, coming out of bankruptcy a, a deficit of upwards of $300 million, uh, and we have done so well financially, we have been putting money away uh, in a retiree protection fund, and we're well on our way to socking away $320 million over and above uh, what the bankruptcy court expected, and so... Uh, we're ahead of schedule, and uh, we're going to make sure that our, our retirees uh, never have their pensions uh, infringed on again. Mm. So, mm. Uh, so that I'm clear on that, is is that the overall deficit for the city, or is that just in it, reference to the pension? No, he's just talking about the pension. So there was okay. a, a deficit in the pension fund coming out of bankruptcy, and uh, and so. Uh, fortunately, the city's recovery has come along so fast that we did better uh, than anybody projected in bankruptcy. And as a result, and city council deserves enormous credit. Uh, uh, to think about having $300 million you could have spent on badly needed services in the city, and I think every one of the city council votes has been unanimous to put that money aside uh, to make sure to protect our retirees. Hmm. Mm. That's excellent. Hey, I got a question for the mayor. If we uh, 
Uh, Ken from yeah, Detroit. Hey, Mayor, how you You're doing? on WJR with Mayor <laughs> David. <laughs> Got to ask you about this flooding the last weeks. I know the rain's been, you know, more than usual, but are we going to need a whole infrastructure change? And is that something the U.S. government is going to get into, or how are we going to deal with that? Uh, I, I think we are. Uh, and, you know, we have a, a, a storm sewer system in, in the city of Detroit and throughout the region. Uh, that was built over the last hundred years, and it served us really well in the 20th century because uh, you would rarely ever uh, get a rainstorm of more than three inches in a day. In fact, all of June would, wouldn't even be three inches. Uh, but now we're seeing storms six inches in a single day. It just overwhelms uh, the pipes, and it flows down to the low-lying areas. And so you've seen it on the east side of Detroit and Gross Point. You've seen it on the west side. Uh, in Dearborn and Dearborn Heights, but it's the low-lying areas along uh, the Rouge River, the Detroit River, uh, and and we're going to have to do something about it because I don't have any confidence that we're not going to have another 100-year storm next year, uh, but probably that solution is going to be in in really rethinking the basements with, with check valves and sump pumps to modify the basements to keep the sewage from backing up, and uh, right now we're trying... Uh, just to get uh, money, FEMA's on site now. There's going to be a lot of uh, reimbursement for people who lost uh, uh, items in this last uh, flood. But but uh, we're going to have to fix. We're going to have to to strengthen these basements, make them resilient, uh, because I think it's going to happen again. Well, it it, it certainly has affected Detroit. I mean, uh, the stories are are heartbreaking about the homes that have been lost and. And uh, and it was rain on top of rain on top of rain. I know the the roads are the state's problem, but we certainly have our share of issues with those with the flooding. And is that just something we have to again wait on a, a state effort to to fix? And is there is that is that the same kind of thing? Is it is did the roads drain and infra- have a certain kind of infrastructure as well, or is it the the cut of the road and the fact that? You know, there's certain parts on 96 where it dips down and drop it over the south field and you're going underneath a, an overpass and it's just it's a receptacle for flooding. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the freeways dip down at some point 15, sometimes even 20 feet. And so the water just sinks down on these storms. Now, the state's got to make sure that the pumps all work so that it pumped out as quickly as possible. But it, on a six-inch storm, uh, it's going to overwhelm uh, the the ability of the freeways. And I think you're probably looking at building retention basins off freeways so that in major storms, you've got a place to release uh, the water to. But as I say, we've got a storm sewer system in southeastern Michigan that was really good for the climate of the 20th century. Uh, but we've now seen three storms in the last seven or eight years that, that were really uh, greater than anything we saw uh, in 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 the 1900s, and and that's something that we have to be honest about. We have to face, and we're looking right now at the modifications we have to make. Eight seven seven forty four Mitch, our phone numbers uh, to talk with Mayor Duggan. Carol, hi, you're on the Mitch Album program with the mayor. Hi, Mayor Duggan, how are you? Good evening. Good. Um, calling about how do we go about getting the sewer cleaned in front of our house? Uh, backs up every time it rains and I believe this contributed to the flooding in our basement a few weeks ago when we had the big rain and we've been in touch with the water department and it seems like to no avail 
so they well, I'm, I'm surprised at that because when the waters were backing up, they've been out right away. Uh, and so if it is the sewer, we need to know whether it's the sewer that's on your property or whether it's a connection to, to the system. But they've been going out pretty fast and checking that. Uh, and maybe if you can give us the information off the air, I'll make sure somebody comes out to your address tomorrow. What neighborhood are you in? In northwest Detroit. Okay. Yeah, if you give us your uh, address, we did not get a lot of flooding in northwest Detroit, so it may be something unique to your house. But if if you can get your address off air, we will get back to you. We'll do that. Just okay, hold on the line. That. Hold on the line. Don't mm-hmm. hang up. And uh, and uh, you will ha- you have the opportunity to speak with Blake the intern, which is a, a thrill a treat. In, in and of itself. And I mean, <laughs> you might even make up an address just to get that, <laughs> that opportunity. Is a treat. And then we'll get the mayor that uh, information. All right. I, I still want to ask you about the uh, the uh, the failed jail project that they call it, or what's going to happen there, and some other good things, uh, including a uh, greenway named for a former mayor. All that coming up with Mayor Mike Duggan right after this on 760 WJR. Uh, We'll take another phone call from Mayor Duggan, who is joining us for another 10 minutes here on 760 WJR, 877-44. Mitch Clark. Hi, you're on the Mitch Album program with the mayor. You mean Liz? Close Uh, enough. (laughs) Well, no, Liz is not not Clark, but okay, Liz, why don't you fire away? Well, no, the last name's Clark. Oh, Liz Clark. Hello, Liz Liz Clark. Clark. (laughs) Ah, that Liz. Okay. We're informal here. Whichever. But my my, uh, concern is every morning I hear um, freeway shootings, drive-by shootings. I mean, it's it's become an epidemic, and I mean, it's frightening to hear. And what's being done about it? Yeah, uh, we're seeing it throughout uh, southeastern Michigan, uh, and uh, uh, we've got the state police and a number of the suburban departments in the city of Detroit uh, all are now committing to put uh, more uh, officers on the freeway, but it seems like uh, some individuals have decided uh, that it's easier to shoot without witnesses seeing you uh, on a freeway at night than, than to go uh, onto a lit city street and uh, Something that uh, all the departments in the state police are working together on uh, to try to address. Mm. Yeah, a huge problem. Are our freeways camered? I, I know the streets, some of them are now. Are, are the freeways? They, 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 they are really not except in limited cases, and that's one of the things we're having a conversation on because uh, the number of shootings that we solve with the high-definition cameras is remarkable, and, and there are not cameras on the freeway, and it's something I'm talking to the governor about now. Mayor, with that in mind, uh, with what the, the caller just, just called about, how do we stack up with some of the other major cities in terms of, of crime? You hear so much about New York and Chicago, and is Detroit holding its own? Are, are, are we doing all right? You know, our, our, our homicides are up about 10% over last year, which is terrible unless you look at a number of the other cities in the country that are up 40 or 50 percent. And we know what the cause of it is. It's happening in every big city in the country. The uh, courts have been shut down. In our case, we have 2,500 felony gun charges uh, that are backed up in the court system. But uh, uh, Judge Kinney at the Circuit Court, Judge McConaughey at 36th District Court, Prosecutor Worthy, uh, and the Detroit Police Team, they're all working together. Uh, to deal with this. You can't just forget about 2,500 charges. We're going to have to process them while we're still taking the, the new caseload. And, uh, uh, but, but there's going to be consequence for it. And I, I think Chief White has got things going the right direction.
direction. They've been better the last uh, six weeks, but still not at all acceptable. Speaking of uh, Chief White, the former uh, police chief, uh, James Craig, is now a candidate for governor uh, since the last time we spoke. We kind of all saw that coming. Uh, do you call him, uh, congratulate him on that? Is he calling you for support? Is he, you know, are you guys basically not going to talk between now and the election? What, what, what's the relationship if, like? If, I, if, if we see each other, we'll ask about each other's family. But no, we will not discuss uh, <laughs> our politics. We're on the opposite side of that, and both of us understand that. Okay. Uh, all right. A couple of things I want to get to you before we uh, let you go. Uh, so the pulling of the plug on what was called the Detroit Center for Innovation, or is more familiarly known as the former Wayne County Jail thing, that was a $300 million plus project. It was supposed to be put together by Dan Gilbert and Stephen Ross, a couple of billionaires with roots here, uh, but it was canceled. Um, now we're starting to hear that the Illich family may step in. Can you bring us up to date on that project? Well, this was always Stephen Ross's uh, project, and it's going to be a graduate school uh, for engineering, for tech, for finance, for entrepreneurs. And the uh, site of the former jail was always a tight site. You're talking about building a major uh, university building plus a, a residential building plus an innovation center for our grad students to spin off and start companies. And that site on 375 was always so small uh, that Stephen Ross was trying to work it out to work on that site. Uh, and, and I think they just concluded uh, that the site was too small. And so uh, I'm confident uh, that, that Stephen Ross is going to successfully uh, locate it on a larger site in the downtown area. Well, okay, two questions on that. What happens to the jail site, number one? Well, Dan, Dan Gilbert has no shortage of ability to develop things. Uh, so... Uh, I think you're going to see uh, uh, Bedrock develop it extremely well. It's a prime site. It's going to be great. And I think you're going to see Stephen Ross uh, develop the, the Michigan uh, facility on a different location. And is that location going to be, as it's being reported, uh, behind the Fox Theater with the Illiches? When, when they finalize the location, I know they'll announce it, uh, but I know that that's something under discussion right now, and I'm not sure what the final site will be. What do you think the, uh, I mean, test, well, spitballing, what do you think that jail site will end up being? Yeah, I know that, you, I agree, Dan Gilbert has the means, but what are we missing? You know, at one point we were talking about a soccer stadium there, and then uh, the Detroit Center for Innovation. What do you suppose would be a, a likely choice of project there? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what Bedrock's plans will be for that site. It'll be certainly something that would benefit uh, from the visibility of the, the traffic along 375, which you would normally think uh, would be some type of uh, office or entertainment uh, option. But, you know, Bedrock has not announced what uh, exactly they're going to do there. But I know whatever they do, they'll be successful. All right. You're also going to be uh, naming a Greenway after another mayor, a former mayor, Dennis Archer, uh, 1.2 miles along the area from the Detroit Riverwalk to Burner Highway. How'd that come about? Well, uh, the Detroit Riverfront has just become a phenomenal asset as people from all over the region come down. And those who have ridden their bikes along the Dequinder Cut uh, know uh, how beautiful it is to be able to go from the riverfront uh, down one of these greenways. We're going to build a second greenway on Joseph Campo uh, about a mile away, and it's going to go north off of the river. Uh, and we, we're looking for a name for it, and I thought uh, – 
Dennis Archer did an outstanding job uh, as mayor of Detroit. I don't, he hasn't been recognized with the kind of a permanent uh, named uh, area. And this was an area where he lived a good part of his life uh, on, the, on the Lower East Side. And so I, I expect city council is going to, uh, to support this. And we will have the mayor, Dennis W. Archer Greenway, uh, coming off the riverfront. That's actually uh, pretty cool. And uh, I hope that you're reserving a space on a, a greenway somewhere so that one day when you're not the mayor, they'll name one after you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought you wanted the Mitch album greenway. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want my name on anything. I, I got my name on enough. that would be a good food. idea. I think no. if they can give me one, they can give one to Mitch album. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mayor Listen. Archer. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, Mayor Duggan, you have an election coming up. Uh, I know me? that because the uh, the day of your election is the day my next book comes out, November second, and um, right? I, I I dare say that uh, I don't know my book might get more publicity because this has got to be the quietest election that I've I, you know I had to remind myself wait a minute isn't he up for re-election in a couple of months I mean I, I, are you spending much time campaigning or you you know you're gonna you're gonna put a lot yeah, of effort I'm, to that. I, I'm just doing my job, and, you know, I've been here eight years. The people of the city uh, know whether they want to rehire me or not, and they'll make that decision uh, on November 2nd. And uh, if they do, I'm going to continue to work 80 hours a week uh, for the next four years, and hopefully November 2nd will be a successful day for both you and me, Mitch. For both me and you, yes, I will hope so, in different ways. Well, we both hope a lot of people come out, let's right. put it that way. Right. Is there a primary? I, mean, I know this is a dumb question, but the, the, you will be running against somebody, right? I mean, there's a primary coming. Yeah, there's a primary two weeks from today, oh, okay. and it will narrow the field down to the top two candidates, and then uh, those two candidates go on to compete in November. Okay. Okay. So let's vote two weeks. It's about as much anticipation for that as there's for the Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> or Ken Brown Way. <laughs> or, Ken, or Ken Brown Way. Um, okay, let me ask you the question of the day. We asked it uh, earlier in the show. If you had the money, would you get on one of these uh, billionaire space things and take a lap around the earth? Man, I don't even like the high rides at Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something tells you if you had $250,000, you'd find a city project to put it towards rather than go on a joyride with a billionaire. But thought I would ask. Mm. 